Hello and welcome to Conversations with the Universe podcast. It's channeled conversations on deep subjects that enhance our experience of life. I'm your host, Becca Grabinski. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome everybody. I have Katherine Allen today on the podcast and she is a medium and spiritual life coach out of Quebec, Montreal. And uh, Catherine, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for inviting me. Hi. Wonderful. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about what you do, what's specific to you, um, and kind of how you go about your work? Because I know that kind of, I, I interview a lot of different mediums and spiritual coaches, and everybody has such an amazing, um, different kinds of gifts and different ways that they approach the gifts that mm. they have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I started out as uh, an astrologer. That's the first thing that I studied. And um, maybe starting around early high school, you know, closeted. And then um, I moved to Montreal around 1992. And my boyfriend at the time had a pack of tarot cards. And I'd never seen them. And um, for him, it was just sort of a game thing he'd play around with. But I never put them down again. And I continued to learn. And as I, as I was trying to go into deeper and deeper states of understanding the, the tarot cards or analyzing the astrology, I know in hindsight now that I was actually bringing myself into trance and I didn't know that because mm. I started to really unlock the psychic abilities. And then I, I worked for um, one of those hotlines way back in the day, you know, early 90s. Um, and I was sitting in a room full of, you know, maybe 40 people who had been screened to make sure they were real. And um, somebody there sort of became a mentor um, and just helped me. He was already trusting his clairvoyance and clairaudience. And so by reading with him a little bit, he, he helped show me what I needed to do uh, to trust my own. And um, I kept going with it. And then maybe a few years later, I, I walked into a pagan store. Uh, new age, self-help, everything used to all be in one store at that time. And um, I asked if they needed a reader and a couple weeks later they did. And I was there for about 13 or 14 years. So wow. the the volume of people that I saw, you know, and the, the, the variety of spiritual paths that people and things people came to me with that were completely unfamiliar. Plus, you know, the channeling was opening and the mediumship, don't really think I was conscious that I had until I started getting feedback from it during my readings that the person that I was describing had already passed over and over mm -hmm. again. And then I said, Oh my God, what's going on here? Wow. So I sort of trust my gifts because I came from a family of scientists and teachers and skeptics. And these things were happening to me, not because I watched you know, a movie and tried to go out and do it or something. I would, it just, it happened. I, I was, I was going to be a fashion designer, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I, I know there's lots of questions when you say how people work. Like, I don't know if you want to ask me other things cause there's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess so. I haven't had a lot of experience talking to people that have the ability to communicate with people on the other side. Okay. Um, and 
you know, as just I'm experiencing my gifts, you know, I'm obviously a lot newer um, in my spiritual development than you, which is super fun. This is how I I also get to learn, you know, from you Mm -hmm. as well as all the listeners. And I mean, I guess, how do you, as you're communicating, I guess for me, I hear voices in my head, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess for you, how do you connect? How do you, how does that all work for you? Yeah, when it's, um, when it's somebody on the other side or a spirit, um, well, for me, a lot of the time, I'll, the, the person will just sort of show up or appear. I physically, okay. I won't see them if they're standing in the room, but uh, I'll, I'll see them so clearly in my mind's eye. And it's, it's a particular person. It's not. A, so I, I will, I will describe them, you know, and, and that's where sometimes for me, it's been a learning curve of like, some people are still alive, but they're in between. Okay. You know, their, their spirit is about to cross over, but it's hard to say. And sometimes it's it's dicey to start describing someone and saying, oh, your loved one's on the other side, or are they ill? Or, you know, I sometimes that vibration of in between is really strong. It's hard for me to know, but it's it's soon, you know, if it's like, uh, I wish I could think of somebody in the U.S. as an example, but because um, <clears throat> there was a, a politician here a few years back uh, in Canada, and he got up and said that he was taking a break from politics, and I think he passed of cancer a few months later, and he just had that vibration I'm talking about of being in between. Okay. Um, but yeah, usually I they, they will show up literally, and I can describe what they look like and sometimes what they're pointing at or what they want to say. A clear audience or if there's guide guides around, I find comes more like hearing a phrase, hearing a word. Sometimes they'll, you know, they'll have accents and stuff. Right. Um, or they're using words that I don't even know what, what the heck they mean. I'm like, and I'll say to somebody, I don't know why it's telling me to say this. Um, and those are the moments that I, that I trust that because I can't make that stuff up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it usually turns out to be accurate for people. How has your, or I guess, how have you dealt with the trust over time? Right. Cause obviously to build mm-hmm. up these gifts, it's like this blind trust of like stuff is coming to you where none of it makes sense. And, and you share it. Like, did you feel at times you were super self-conscious and what you were getting versus what you were telling people? saying um well this this person who was sort of that mentor to me um we did enough exchange readings where he encouraged me to say whatever I was getting hearing seeing that I I think I got to learn early what um what that felt like when I was picking up something that was accurate that seemed maybe a bit odd Mm -hmm. the hardest part has been for me, not so much trusting what I'm getting. Um, it's been dealing with other people's reaction to hearing what I'm getting, mm-hmm. you know, whether they, you know, cling on to it and, and want to reframe it in a way that makes sense for them or makes them feel better about it versus what I actually said, or, um, you know, pushback, fear, denial, all those classic things that are normal when, you know, it's an intense experience sometimes to hear things like that, that are coming through. 
but um i think just the 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 years of of doing so many readings for people and and observing my own process for years before i even started you know to know ah this is a pattern this is what that feels like when i turned out to be right so a lot of it was you know an inner process where i observed before i ever came out and started talking about it or telling people now i find people want to jump right away into oh my god i felt this i told them and and they make a mess of of things for themselves as well as maybe the other person uh if they aren't clear where that's coming from right so information coming from that person that may or may not be on the other side versus the spirit guides what do you find is the difference in the guidance between the two Um, well, often if it, it seems if, if it's this person that they knew or someone who's passed, like I said, they tend to show up almost standing there beside them or around them. Okay. Um, whereas guides just have a different energy. They're lighter. They might be, um, they might sort of be a little more sort of behind or above I find or off to the right, or they're, they're more subtle. Um, the, the, the language that comes through is um, very simple and clear. Okay. You know, uh, higher energies, are uh, whether that's someone who's passed, who's in the light, or a, a guide, are, are not going to say, you know, you really shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. You know, mm, yes. they're not going to come at you uh, with anxiety or with directive statements, you know, my own guide just sits there and basically gives me a thumbs up half the time or just nods his head yes or no or makes little gestures it's not speaking in sentences like go play the lotto at that store on that day you know it doesn't work like that you know and um and so there's a lot of other things people can be open to that they're picking up that aren't necessarily the best things to listen to so that's a whole other that's a whole other can of worms there but right yeah that's excellent so now clients that you're currently working with what are you finding are the things that are coming up the questions that they're having that are common the different you know fears and or hopes that they are currently going through just as a whole yeah I don't think some of that stuff ever really changes you know most people come when they're at a crossroads of career when there's uh, relationship, you know, breakdowns, um, I seem to every so often get people that are coming who have lost someone where there's like a mystery around their passing. They can't get full information either from, you know, the way they passed or sometimes there's even investigations going on around them and stuff. So they'll come hoping for more information. But the most people are coming because they want um, they they want to make some major decisions about their career, their love lives, where they live, you know, uh, how best to make things better for for their kids, their spouses. Pretty, you know, pretty standard kind of questions. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. So mm-hmm. going into we're ending a decade. Yeah. Moving into 2020, what do you see and or feel for that? Do you, is there anything that's kind of come to you, whether personally for you, whether, you know, worldly 
community. Yeah. Um, well, for a long time, I was trying to tap into where things would go down the road in the future, you know, with lots of aspects. And um, I found it always a bit difficult uh, to sort of see because some of these things with climate change, um, you know, I could have, I, I, I felt many years ago, but I also, it also sometimes certain types of climate crisis feels like we've got, you know, a decade and others feel like we've got maybe two <laughs> to figure things out. Right. But I, I hesitate to make any predictions about stuff like that too, because, um, I don't, I don't know why. I just, um, I think it's too, too big to st- sort of predict where a whole planet will go. Right. There's, there's too many, uh, too many things, too many variables when it comes to predicting how a climate of the planet will be. But I, I do see a lot of, a lot of change in mentality around that. And um, I don't know whether we're going to see more protest around it for sure. But I think people are becoming more, conscious of their usage and there'll be shifts in how we uh, a lot of lifestyle things probably to adapt and um, on the other hand I see well because maybe because I see a lot of women that come to me but I see a lot of women that are not willing to put up with any crap anymore mm-hmm. That's awesome <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're, they're sort of like making peace with well I'd rather be single than put up with the kind of uh, dynamics I'm seeing out there. So that's a definite trend I've been seeing. I don't, I don't know what that's going to do socially if, if people sort of accept um, being single or if they are letting go of old relationship dynamics or models, what that's going to do. But I get a feeling of things really changing in, the, in this decade for sure. Right. Well, and it's funny. Speeding up. Yeah. yeah. I'm in Minnesota and I'm seeing just a lot of people like, marriage is no longer really a thing anymore. Like people don't even ask like, Oh, are you getting married? You know, there's a lot of this like commitment without the, you know, the same process. People are just like, I don't need that to commit to another human being. Or it's interesting even just to see the mindsets and the, the ways of being and, or even just even the, the views around, let's just say divorce. Yeah. And how it used to be this horrible thing. And now it's more liberated and it's more accepted and it's more like part, you know, part of life, part of a transformation. Some people do, some people don't. There's no judgment between the two of, you know, what's best for you is what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so many kids just grow up with dual homes and multiple parents and it's just normalized now right it's not this stigma that uh, I grew up with in the 70s if we did that um but yeah it's uh I see a lot of people that I would say they they're more and more concerned about finding their their purpose Mm -hmm. as well I get I think I get more questions about that you know, they want to find, they want to know why they're here (laughs) and a lot of people also want to clear a lot of past life stuff I see more people asking me for that than um, as a trend as well mm, that's excellent so mm-hmm. super exciting things happening for you you have a book how long has your book been out for yeah the book came out October 22nd okay awesome and, congrats uh, thank you 
Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, I've done a few uh, book signings and there'll be more. And uh, I have no idea to date what the sales are. I don't even ask. I'm just trusting the process because I trust them, the publisher, yeah. so much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she did say that our books are now going to suddenly be in Target. Awesome. So yeah. Congrats. So tell us a little Thank bit you. about the book. Um Sure. What inspired you to write it? You know, what, what people are going to get out of reading it? Yeah. So the book is called A Little Bit of Intuition. And um, it's a cool story how I got to write this book, actually. Um, about three years ago, a group of girls came up from New York City to Montreal for a bridal shower, and they hired me to do readings. And... I did them for everybody in the room. And then the girl that hired me was, was sort of sitting back resisting. And I said, no, 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 come get up here. You hired me, you know. And her reading just turned out to be one of those, I don't know, like once once in a, in a blue kind of where everything just seems very storybook and timelined and crystal clear and happening very, you know, in a certain time frame pretty quickly. And it all just happened as as I had seen it. Even though, and I didn't know this girl was a skeptic at the time, and I didn't know she was a writer at the time either. So she ended up, um, a couple of years later, she came in. She kept in touch, so did her friends. They, they'd come back to me. And she flew into New York, this uh, into Montreal, this summer of 2018. And she said, uh, I'm writing a book, and it's sort of about you. Um, and would you come to, my, to New York for my book launch? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And so, <laughs> and so I thought, oh, she means fiction or something, right? Like, but no, she wrote a very uh, insightful book about this topic, and uh, it's called "Future Perfect: uh, A Skeptic's Search for an Honest Mystic." And she basically tells people that I I turned her into a believer from a skeptic. Wow. And the whole book is about her, her journey with meeting other mediums and other people after that too. But so through, through her uh, book launches and publicity and an article she wrote and uh, was written about her, Mind Body Green, uh, I was approached by Sterling Publishing in New York and said, would you like to write the book for us? And so I went, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super happy. I feel like I was sort of plucked out of a, you know, leapfrogged or something. It, it's been just amazing. You know, I mean, I worked all these years for it and then you get your moment, right? This is... For sure. Yeah. So the book is all about um, how to discern the difference between your intuition and your fears, your fantasies, your projections, um, what the clairs are, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, what what is that when it's real, accurate versus, you know, one of these other things? Uh, lots of sort of anecdotes and uh, exercises or, or ways that people can develop it themselves in the book as well. Awesome. It sounds incredible. Yeah. I mean, I feel like so many people are waking up and they're, they're feeling and they're seeing and they're hearing things and they kind of don't know where to go. And there's so much fear. Yes, exactly. There's so much unknown. Yeah, that's another trend I have to say that I'm seeing over the last few years is people come and they and they tell me I'm I'm uh, 
you know, I'm seeing things and it, like I turned out to be right or, or I'm having dreams and they're, and they're happening or, and, and they're like, but I don't know what to do with it. And I've been hearing that for the last few years more and more. So yeah, you're totally right. There's a, there's a big awakening and people are trusting, but they don't know where they're still having trouble discerning what's what, but, and, and then what they're supposed to do about it. So I, I do address a little bit about, you know, uh, the ethics and telling people and in, in the book, but, um, there's going to be subsequent books. We're going to go into this in much more detail so that, you know, help guide this awakening so that it enhances people's lives such, as much as it can. Such an amazing tool. That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So any tips that you have for the listeners as far as, you know, whether it be based upon intuition, whether it be awakening, anything that you feel um, compelled to share with them as far as just kind of moving forward in their journey of this, you know, school of earth that we're in here. Yeah. Well, one basic thing that I think is really profound that you can start, everybody can start with because we're on, you know, everybody's bombarded right now with so much stuff in the media or, you know, all these electromagnetic frequencies we're getting from every, every thing coming at us. There's a lot of anxiety that I think is um, just, I don't know, just seems unfortunately part of modern life. And in order to navigate some of that anxiety, you know, or some of these feelings or intuitions you might be getting, or the first thing to do, I would say is if you can get yourself out in nature somehow and take a deep breath and ask yourself, is this mine? Is this anxiety, this fear, this anger, this sadness, whatever I'm getting that day, is this, is this really mine? Mm -hmm. Because we're often picking up things that are other people's or that are collective. And if you can just get that little moment of, of detachment, it's sort of the beginning of mindfulness. If you go, okay, I woke up feeling good. Now I walk in to work and I'm suddenly feeling like, shoot me now, get me out of here you know, and you have to ask your people will start to spin in anxiety. What am I doing? What can I, how can I change this? Is this me? Should I quit? But if you can step back for a second and go, is this really my energy? You know, is, or am I walking into a toxic place here? Mm -hmm. Or am I picking up someone else's stuff? Because then you, there's tools that you can use once you identify that basic question and you could calm yourself down a lot. That's incredible. And that's a great place for them to reach out to you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Wonderful. Well, great. Well, thank you, Catherine. I so appreciate your time and your wisdom that you shared with us today. And um, where is the best place? How is the best place for our listeners to reach you and to um, get a hold of you to book a session with you? Yeah. So a couple of ways. My website is river-rain.com. Okay. I have a free newsletter there and you can hear um, my radio shows and stuff too. And um, otherwise clairvoyant medium, Catherine Allen on Facebook. Wonderful. And I read online with um, on the phone or online with video chat. If you're not in the Montreal area. Wonderful. And then best place to get your book. Best place to get the book uh, in the U S they're going to be at Barnes and Noble. They're going to be at chapters indigo. Uh, amazon.com.ca pretty sure like 
Goodreads and stuff like that. And if you, if you like it, then please write to me and let me know. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was great. Thank you for joining us today in deep conversation and transformation. Be sure to subscribe and share. For more incredible support, go to my website at www.beccagrabinski.com. You can also follow me on Facebook and on Instagram.